testing my recording. Um, yes, you should hit record. Recording if I'm first, now. First, it's easier to edit. Yay! I also hit record. Um, yes. I adjusted my um, gain. Was that was that correct? That sounds correct. Um, how much did? Is there a dial or is there like a digital thing that tells it's you a, how much? It's a it's a knob, and I it's okay. at um. It's 180 degrees from where it started. Nice. That's a lot of gain. Okay. On the Scarlet interface, so like yeah. default is pointing down and you minute it go like uh, that. I don't think it's, uh, I don't know. Okay, well, it's actually more than 180 then. Because it doesn't actually point down, down. It points okay. a little bit to the left of down. Makes gotcha. sense. Yeah, mine is mine is probably 180 degrees from its lowest point. Maybe a touch less, 170 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine's just at zero. I just changed my position, and all of a sudden, I'm louder now that now that I speak directly into the Microsoft. Uh, your 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 audio does like Brandon is probably the least consistent I've seen. Though my oh yes, I, I absolutely do. I'll be back here stuff, so I I definitely notice a difference too. I need to definitely try to speak and swallow the microphone a bit more. But hopefully, well, this will be better. Well, you see. Uh, my uh, Brandon's microphone now has extra coffee in it, so yeah, it works. Caffeinated, Spe- yes, it's uh, caffeinated and ready right. to go. Exactly. As am I. Speaking of coffee, I um on my second, I'm making it my second cup, so I'm gonna go pour it in, and I need to get headphones so I can be a little more sound isolated. Good luck. Nice. But I'll just keep going. You guys keep chatting. Yep. All right. We'll do All that. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh man! Yep, I know. Yep, I almost, I almost hopped on a call at like ten this morning. After waking up at nine fifty. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And fortunately, neither could the other person, so we're good. Perfect. Yay, no Problem work. Problem solved. Yeah. No, it's I, uh, it's been a crazy, crazy few weeks of working a lot. Very true, very true. And it's weird how, like, I think none of us are at, yeah? There was supposed to be some kind of holiday last week. I, 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 didn't, <laughs> I didn't take one, but I heard about it. Right, right. No, I feel ya. That was only last week, I, Jesus Right, Christ. wasn't it? Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> it's just, um, I didn't realize with all the, um... Crazy. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'm in my living room now because I'm nice, my desk, as you've probably seen by the video. Um, <laughs> there's a window right there that I have closed. There's one over there that I have open, and there's one right there that I have open a little bit. So ambient noise is gonna be a lot worse, but. Um, I like to stay cool. There's also a ceiling fan on. Which we don't hear any a of that. A little bit of noise. Yeah, you've you've got a long ways to go before your Brandon Johnson levels of ambient noise. <laughs> I could turn on my AC. I was gonna say, talk to me when you're right next to the air conditioner, which I've so um, the thermostat's set to seven was set to seventy six this morning. It is not seventy six in here. It's more like sixty nine seventy. Um, yeah, so it's it's it's. Um, it's wrong basically it's patently wrong 
And um, so I bumped it up because uh, I'm the only one here right now. I bumped it up to 78 because then maybe it'll be like 72 or 73, which is actually comfortable. Um, like I, it's absurd. Uh, our, our running hypothesis for it and the, the bane of our existence for the two years and change that we've, I've been here recording next to my AC is that there's a hot water pipe that's right next to the thermostat. And so the thermostat's like, it's 80 degrees, it's 80 degrees, it's 80 degrees. And it's like, no, it's not. Well, and then the other thing too, is that the, um, uh, the dryer, the like laundry dryer, is also right behind it. So if you run laundry, it's like, it's 85 degrees. It's 85 degrees. It's 85 degrees. And it's like, come on. Nope. That's a lie. And the other thing we found too, is that there was a, like a, um, not like a, there's like a gap right in the laundry outgoing air vent, mm-hmm. um, which is always super great. And, um, Very healthy. you know, it feels, it feels good to know you're breathing in laundry fumes all the time. Um, but, uh, you know, so we patched that up and that seems to have helped a little bit. Um, but it's just so funny because it's like, oh, yeah, you know, that would do it when you just pump a lot of hot air to the wall behind the. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Yeah. So when my when my dad built the house uh, or the like the second floor of the house here, mm-hmm. he, he he was not an architect and, and neither in the software nor house building type. And uh, there are some. Uh, bad design choices that were made, such as putting, um, you know, floor heating air vent registers directly huh. below wall outlet sockets. Oh, no. So, if you want to plug anything in, go ahead, except it might melt. Oh, no. You well, said it's heating cooling right below yeah, what? a wall socket. Oh, does it get that hot that it melts cable no it probably wouldn't melt a cable but it wouldn't probably be great to do to a cable that you wanted to keep not molten well yeah huh. and then run 1500 watts or 1500 watts through it and then we'll see yeah yeah uh so you know like that kind of thing is is um you know you you, you can blame your builder all you want but sometimes you just don't see all of the things until it's way too late yeah yeah oh and we know this building was built in like three phases too because the company kept running out of money which is why typical uh yeah which is why i don't know i don't think either of you have been here but um there's like a granite island Mm -hmm. which is very nice and then there's these like terrible like laminate countertops everywhere else because they ran out of money and did not could not do actual all granite everything which is fine i don't care it's just like which is weird looking and the rest of the building is all stuff like that it's like oh yeah half the trim looks solid and then the rest is like super terrible yeah but buildings what are they i'm going Uh, to vinyl stuff when i move in a few weeks oh nice i'm I'm, uh uh i'm downgrading in many ways but upgrading other ways so it's all trade-offs and yep yep Right, well, speaking of which, speaking of which, you moved your desk from your room to the living room. I moved my desk from my living room to my bedroom. There you go. You've seen my bedroom, though. It is tiny. So yep. I think being out in the living room is a little better for me. But Yep. Absolutely. I'm not in my bedroom very often. It's just basically to sleep. So that's yep. kind of cool. I do laundry. Yep. 
was DoorDash shut down for you guys? I don't know if I don't know if you do DoorDash, Ryan, at all. I do not. I have never used one of the Bring Food to Me apps. That's fair. They're not good. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. Like, I could just get my food. Yeah. Yeah. I I always I always used to, and then there was a while where I was using the apps all the time. And now I'm back to, I'd much rather just go places. <laughs> what did you ask about? DoorDash. DoorDash was shut down here last week. Um, that really? makes sense. Yeah. I mean, does it though? Yeah. Like Northeast is, Northeast is pretty like silent. What happened? Just no, not enough demand? I, I have no idea. They just paranoia. like it, for a while. Yeah. Paranoia. Almost certainly. I mean, I get it. Cause like most of the restaurants you'd order from are probably in like powder hornish yeah. woody or whatever mm-hmm. but when i wanted like caveat or whatever that's up over by me it's like ah, man but everyone was shut down anyway so it didn't really matter like our go-to restaurant up here um like lunch food one changed to weekends only mm. and that has been terrible because that was that used to be like a daily occurrence and now it's like oh man lunch I haven't done any delivery, and I've only so I've only done takeout, and it's always stuff that I can get to pretty close, and it's always stuff that does payment th- directly to them online. Yeah, I don't want to support anyone through yeah Grubhub or DoorDash. I, no, that's where that's where I'm at now too. I I ordered pizza luce twice during the lockdown, and I and mm. I did it with delivery, um, those two times, and they were really 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 good and very nice, and you know. Everybody was good. Yeah. Um, I haven't done takeout in like two weeks or more. I did um, Costco delivery. Got to get your Diet Coke somehow, right? Yeah. Got some today. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Uh, And um, I I even told, I even left instructions like, just leave it, leave it on the front step. And like, you don't even have to bring it all the way up. I'll just carry it in. Just, just if you put it down, I'll take the rest. Yeah. No, I gotcha. Um, and like we've been pretty stocked up here. Haven't really needed to go grocery shopping or anything for like two weeks and change. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's nice. But just all the like usually pretty reliant on like the food building and yeah, um, stuff like that. Most of which were closed early last week. Um, yeah, last so was week like, was oh, probably man. a bad time to get a whole lot of delivery <laughs> in that area. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's it's all good stuff and got. You know, young Joni uh, delivered delivered by me by walking over to young Joni and picking it up. And in fact, I'm probably going to go get That's how you some do more. It. Probably yeah, going to get some more today. Self delivery. Yep, exactly. I yeah, I've I've been saving a lot of money by not buying food out, but at the same time, I just spent 101 dollars in Cub. So eh. now 15 uh, you know. of that was olive oil because you get you got to get the stuff like yeah, you don't mess around. And that means you have to buy the 15 dollar half gallon or larger thing of olive oil would last me years but. right exactly see um, i was i i was gonna be all like oh yeah you don't mess around with olive oil you get the nice stuff but that was maybe not that it was the other thing essential <laughs> every is day is nice stuff right i don't know ah, it's solid i um uh yeah i think out here we've got probably like three things of olive oil because like we'll go through a like 
three quarter liter liter bottle of olive oil in like a month or two. So what are you doing but that's with because it all? it's the it's the only thing I cook with, basically. Okay. Olive that's oil fair. is the only thing I cook with. So no butter, no canola oil mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Everything's pretty low heat or roasting or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it's like it was kind of funny because when the start of the pandemic happened, we were kind of coordinating like, all right, we need a couple things. We need like olive oil and stuff like that. And so this is when um, Max was out in uh, in Europe for a little bit. So I went to Target and I bought some olive oil. Then during the two weeks that he was here and I was out at my parents, I also got more olive oil. And so then when I when I came back like late March we found we had like four bottles of olive oil and it's like, all right, cool. We're good for a while. And now yeah. we're finally down to like two. So it's like our strategic reserve of olive oil is depleted. We have to go, <laughs> go and build restore. up the, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, well, yeah. you know, if you were, if you were, um, you know, if you were trying to imitate the country at large, you would ignore the strategic reserves, lack of supply. And you would just say, everything's fine and great. Yeah, I mean, I can do that, or I could also <laughs> intercept my neighbor's groceries and steal their olive oil, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, uh, those are the rules. I don't even know if those are rules at this point. Right, those are the locker rules. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well... Uh, what I was supposed to talk about here on the fringe oh. was um, I got my new um, boom arm thing. Nice. Uh, so I have the the road boom arm now, and it's very nice. It's very um, it can support the um, black the black yeti or the blue yeti or whatever yeti it is. Mm-hmm. Nice. I keep thinking about doing that because my mic stand is very tiny, and as a result, it's the, just the one that came with the uh, AT twenty one hundred whatever. Yep. Yeah. No, that is a really tiny little one. Yeah. Getting getting a little boom, you don't even have to get a fancy boom. Really does help. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I was. I was. I had. I had some stuff scoped out in my cart, and then I was like, and then I thought I had poured coffee into my mic. Well, and it wasn't right, going to work. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, between a boom and a functioning mic, I should probably get a functioning mic first. Yeah, that does add um, up, yes. Mathematically speaking, yeah. But. but then nothing broke, so now you can just get the boom, right? Right, exactly. Well, so I mean, like all a... that money is going towards oil now, so I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that olive oil, the great greatness, or canola <laughs> oil, or whatever you're talking about. Yep. Nah, olive oil, Texas tea. Um, and then I have the uh, Thunderbolt Elgato dock. Oh, nice. And it is really... So, like, the first day I had it, I was angry with it because it wouldn't uh, do it right. But it just turns mm. out you have to, like, restart your Mac four times and, and, and sing to it or something. And then it will mm. be pleased with you and let you use it. Did you install did you, that kernel extension that lets you eject USB media? I did, but I don't have any USB media, and I probably never will. Like, I don't, I've never, I don't think I've ever plugged in a flash drive to a computer. Yeah, like, I think I like a Mac. One. I mean, 
Like, it, like what is external storage? Right. Something that's on your network. He's <laughs> very true, yes. So for mine, I have a I have a Dell dock that I got with my um XPS. Yes, that's that's what it's called. And I was really angry when I got it. I was moderately upset when I got it. I was slightly perturbed when I got it because I could not connect it to my MacBook. Was that the um, um USB three kind? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had one of those so, as well. So I was like, come on, man. I like I got this with the intent of being able to swap it between my two ostensible USB three, you know, only machines. Yep. Uh and yet it didn't work. I was like, what you know, what gives? So basically uh when I went and picked up the dock from WeWork when I moved a bunch of stuff out of WeWork. I was like, I'm going to try and figure out how this works after I get done with um, insert project name here. Uh, and I did. And all it took was the Thunderbolt 3 unblocker kernel extension, which is hopefully not causing terrible problems for my MacBook. Um, Un- unblocker? Like, what does that mean? Like, what is it doing? Apparently, it is removing the like hardware level restrictions for whether a Thunderbolt device is unsupported. That's so it basically great. just says, yeah, it basically just says, oh yeah, is is it a USB 3 Thunderbolt device? Cool, it's good. Um and apparently it has a library of devices that it'll that it'll overwrite to as well and this is one of them, which is good. But I think I think just overall the point is it it like loosens up the restrictions of like what is an allowable USB mm-hmm. 3 device so you can buy um, ex- extra shoddy hardware that doesn't comply to the spec and then patch it to force it to work potentially breaking things yeah exactly so level. yeah so that's that's what they're saying is like use it at your own risk because these restrictions were put there for a reason but it's some of them weren't feature. put there for a reason so feature. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. it's funny. like yeah so but it's working, you know. It's it's a little sketch. Um, so it's it's the power brick for this dock is like 180 watts or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it could, my Elgato dock too. It's giant. It could fry things if it wanted to, but so far it doesn't seem to. And it charges oh, yeah. my MacBook at 56 watts, and you know, everything you know everything seems to be operating nominally. I can run headphones through there. I'm not running the mic through there. The mic's directly into the MacBook. But I have I have um, so much stuff on my dock. It's not even funny. So I have, I have the the monitor. Mm-hmm. I have uh, an external monitor. I have uh, speakers. I have another USB three hub running through it. So I'm sure it hates that. Um, and the hub is hosting the microphone, the 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 Yeti, and the Yeti takes in USB. So that's what that is. But the microphone also will re, you know, uh, you know, pass through audio. So I have my actual headphones pass through that, um, and I don't know. There's even more stuff on the backside of it that I can't see. So, like that thing is just full. Nice. Yeah, I've got um, mostly Ethernet monitor, keyboard because I have a wired mechanical keyboard, which is why I'm all clacky, clickety clackety clack, now. Clack. Um, what and then clickety clack at the, the car talk guys. What's their tagline? Yeah, the Tappet brothers. Yeah. Click and clack. Um, there we go. 
So, but I did just realize that it's probably not prioritizing my uh, wired interface. Um, so I just went through and swapped that out. So the wired interface is on top, and then the Wi-Fi is second tier, which makes which is you know I don't know why I didn't think of that earlier. Probably you, because you, I haven't. You have USI, right? No, no? Century Link. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Get out of here. I, wonder, I know, I know. Is it, is it, uh, you know, I could run, I have the power to run an Ethernet cable through the studio all the way around the room <laughs> to get to the computer, but is it worth it? Like, I don't know. I noticed I mean, that, um, at least within my own network, if my MacBook's in the living room transferring stuff to my server on Wi-Fi versus Ethernet, yeah. oftentimes Wi-Fi is faster oh, because... That's crazy. 802.11ac is over a gigabit, yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. But Ethernet's a lot more stable, like but does your, for um, latency and stuff. I don't know where your router is. Does it have like line of sight, basically, if you're in the living room? Yeah, See so right that there? thing right there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so when I'm sitting on the couch, uh, yeah. who's okay. that a question for? Seven feet away, it's Brian, pretty probably. Fast. That makes sense. Yeah, so mine is um, on the main floor, and so it would have to go through like I don't know two and a half walls. To get there. Yeah. Just a half wall. So we've got here. Um, so the apartment's all wired, right? So we can hook up arbitrary Ethernet devices in every room, including the kitchen, for all those kitchen, I don't know, desktop computers that everyone wants, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Your internet connected fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. But. Yeah. Um, really have one? No. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. Remember how I remember how I said this apartment ran out of money like four times by oh, you know, yeah, yeah. building see, it? It's the no, this fridge is from the nineties. Disconnected fridge. Yeah. It actually it, it connects to the network solely to cause like um you know interference. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, just it has a noise. built in um one of those e- Ethernet over electrical sockets built in so when you plug in <laughs> for power it's, it's actually on the internet oh no oh, no yeah wouldn't that be a great like uh gosh attack vector yeah now that you said that that is literally what's happening with every chinese oem fridge <laughs> sorry i've seen silicon valley um oh, but great but scene. but we don't watch tv i don't um <laughs> but no like basically um so I ran to Micro Center. Pardon me if I told you guys this already. I ran to Micro Center when we got Gigabit here because none of our, well, ostensibly a lot of our equipment, like the edge routers um, that, you know, I think between Max and I, we have three or four of them. I love that. Um, yeah, right? It's totally unnecessary, but also great. Um, we were like, oh yeah, you know, we should be able to get it to, to, to work and probably, you know, approach near gigabit speeds right with it the the edge routers don't have a ton of ram um but we just set up one of those and that was that was acting as the router for a bit and we weren't able to get more than like 400 megs down mm-hmm. um it is symmetric though so that's nice um but we're like uh eh, you know it's probably worth dropping another 50 bucks or whatever so that we can get the full the full gig if we want it um uh you know so we can do that now rather than like discovering we want it in need it for work or something in a couple months like for example i was uploading these you know multi-gig vm archives mm-hmm. yep. for work and it was like ah, i really it would be great if this took a minute and not 30 minutes um 
So I ran over to Micro Center and I picked up a Unify security gateway. Um, and setting that up basically, yeah, was 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 pretty great for that reason. But other than that, it's been pretty fine. I'm only getting like 500 down right now, but I don't really care. So so the, the security gateway solved the problem of the bottleneck somehow? What did, what did, how did that work? Yes. So the the theory is it has essentially double the routing capacity. Oh, um, oh so it wasn't even like it was restricted to um Yeah, that's weird. Yep, it's literally it's literally a specs thing cuz the the five port edge routers are apparently you know like they're solid little boxes but they're not intended for they're they're kind of old. I th- is is the way does the way I kind of understand it right? Is they're they're from like five or so years ago, yeah. where like yeah they could handle gigabit, but but they weren't prepared for like a full you know duplex gigabit duty cycle sure. across five ports. Yeah. So, so I wonder if that's like um. So is that a edge router X or is that just an edge router? Edge router X. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder because they do have another edge router, and I don't like the problem with Ubiquity Gear. Is they all have the same name, and you don't right. know what any of the difference between any of the projects are, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Also, it's bad. Don't do that. Bad, bad brand. Yeah. Well, every every once in a while, I'm like, man, you know. Product specs. On the other on the other side of this, right? You know, pandemic and all that. You go, you know, buy a house somewhere, and you know, who knows where, and and get a bunch of carrier grade ubiquity networks equipment and you know build a really tall tower so you get line of sight to ids and just like beam internet back and forth and then you're your own isp i'm sure that works easily and does not have any regulatory implications or require any sort of special licensing right here's the deal so if you get the edge router eight it comes Ah. certified by the fcc that means you're good to go right those are the rules Uh-huh. Yeah. You gotta find that niche hardware that isn't av- available for sale in the U.S. Like, uh, may- like maybe Cisco not products. Wink, wink. Hot. Uh, like the you know off-brand Russian hardware or um, <laughs> ubiquity networks, but it's spelled it's spelled with an e. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ubiquity. Yeah. And uh, they don't use UBNT as their like shorthand version. They add yeah. some other character in or something. Yeah. Um, edge router, but the R is backwards. Um, <laughs> oh, no. edge yeah. Oh my gosh. Always here for Russia jokes. Oh man. Wow, we have so many fringe titles. This is great. I, you know, this is uh, pent up demand or supply or something. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, just for a time check, Ian's going to pick me up between one thirty and 2. So if we can be done by one that that'd be great. That's fine. Um, I think we can do it. This, there, there are no show, show notes in this episode. Yeah, it will Re- probably be pretty quick. going to be a bit of you teaching me how it works. Cause I have no I idea how really it works. The docs yet. Are we just going to read the docs together? Uh, we're going to talk about what we think it does, because we don't actually know what it does. <laughs> I know it's so bad. Yeah, you know. Oh my god, I pasted the same link three times for Twitter. How did that happen? Oh, you know... I mean, Jane Wong is pretty cool. I really thought I put three different links there. 
Uh, here, I'm going to put it... Uh, if we need some padding somewhere, we can talk about Excalibur and how I've used it constantly for like a month now. Oh. I love this thing. Um, and um, I've forced... I forced people at Cargelton to use it now. Oops, I said the word. I mean, dollar sign enterprise. Um, Do you want me to edit that out? I don't care. Uh, I forced people okay. at Doherty to use it too. Oops, I said the other word. Dollar sign enterprise. There. Now it's now it's fair and balanced, right? Isn't that how it works? Isn't that the New York Times joke now? Got to cover both <laughs> oh, sides. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, right, but I'm gonna run my dishes to the sink. Brb. Good luck. But uh, the Excalibur, it's. Um, you know, it's super simple, but uh, I'm sure you've used something like Miro or Pasteboard or, you know, any of those drawing services. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's nice about Excalibur is you don't have to make an account. Do you know how hard it is for um, people to make accounts? Yes, it's probably one of the hardest problems in computer science. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure making an account for any online service... Like, I don't understand how people function in real life. Like, how do people pay their power bill and their car bill and any bills if they can't make it? It's a freak accident. Like, I don't understand. Um, But we've, I I have personally spent many hours trying to onboard people to various online draw, Mm -hmm. you know, whiteboarding session tools. And then Excalidraw comes around and I just give them a link and they're like, Yes, you have to click on the link, and then they're like, okay, fine. And then they're like, I don't have to log in. And like, no, you don't. Yep. That's pretty great. Um, but the other the other reason that I've liked it so much is that it's just, it, it has that default draw effect. And uh, the draw effect really helps me make it convincing that whatever we're building here is super subject to change. Yeah, for sure. This is not a schematic. This is a sketch. Yep. That's pretty great. I I think that's a thing that I'm learning more and more, right? Is that it's important to have the to to have like the fidelity level of the docs match like yes. the docs or the notes or whatever match like the the state of the project. Which yep. like I mean, people. I've I've seen a lot of people like heckle balsamic for the same reason, because right. like, but that but it's like the point of balsamic. Yep. Yep. It's and supposed to. I think free a lot of those tools do that these days, right? It. Like they pretty much every tool has some kind of drawer drawerly effect, painterly effect. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. one feature request I had from them came from Zach, which was like, if you put text in, the default font is this weird handwritten scrawl font um which is fine but when you export it you know and and you you can't zoom in on it in infinite resolution anymore because it stops being an svg if you you know saved a a png um it'd be nice if you could go into you know in export mode you click checkbox and say uh render fonts with clarity or something and it just goes into a sans serif readable font right but that's the only feature request I've needed so far. Um, they added grouping the other day, which is super slick. Nice. Um, it's also stuff. fun to um, 
on calls about architecture and you know design and blah 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 whatever we do um to actually just update the document live and like i don't even say like yeah i'll do it after this call i do it in front of them and they're like hmm wow yep i was immediate no i gotcha Um, oh, I did follow some people. I've got my clients like, hey, what's up? What's up? Wow. That, that is a keyboard, keyboard man. <laughs> I can't edit that out. But but you know what? You shouldn't because there's nothing nothing sounds better than the clackety clack of a professional typist. But it's like a little muffled because it's in the background. So it's not like the the crisp sound that we would hear if we, we were typing it ourselves. I'm here okay. Here we with go. That. How do I Oh, here it comes. That's the stuff right there. <laughs> Gotta love it. I say as having gotten rid of my mechanical keyboard and moved to the magic keyboard, but hey, you know, I did the same thing on the Mac at least. Well, I I did. I had my magic keyboard for a while and then I realized I can't use the magic keyboard on windows machines without losing my mind. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why I can't use the the mechanical keyboards without losing my mind on the Mac. Yeah. Stupid windows. I have, I have all my windows machines already set up so that they work quote-unquote as expected with the mechanical keyboard so i just kind of deal with it at that point but we'll see we'll see how true that is the more i use them so who knows (sighs) but and that black lives matter css shirt that's been going around has their their goal was like selling 50 uh, I think I think I was in the forties. I bought it, and I was at three fifty five, three thirty five. Did you Did you guys see the street in in front of the White House now? Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. I I just I I don't know if anything has ever been really better done than that. Like that is just so it's so subtle, mm-hmm. but you know it's sort of wasted effort because he's never going down that street. He'll never see it. Not never ever. <laughs> but what's great about it is because. Uh, it's right there. It's like the biggest fuck you to the president that there could be. Yeah. What's Should the over I, I under? that out maybe? Maybe <laughs> not. Nah. I don't know. I mean. What's the. It's on topic. Yeah, yeah definitely. At this at this point, you're directly quoting somebody. I don't yeah. know who. I mean, everybody is who you're yeah. quoting. So well, and the amount of uh, F words that have been aired visually or audibly on national TV has been super high in the last loved, two weeks so. i loved when they would apologize for it like well you know we're in a protest you know folks we're sorry but you know blah 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 yeah well that, that's the like don't apologize that's what it is in my opinion like it's it's real if you if you're bleeping it out or whatever that's changing what's that's like you know revisionist history or something like what are, it's, what are the fcc guidelines on that do they is it okay <laughs> if a protester does it I don't know. I don't think those there should be illegal words on TV. J school brain says usually if it's directly quoting somebody that the anchor isn't going to be held accountable 
the station might be, but it's different than if the on-air talent is. Yeah. Well, and the FCC could decide not to find people too, I suppose, right? Oh, well, it's also is convenient it... that the FCC barely exists right now, so... I was going to say, solved. is there anybody left? Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just a jeet pie and, and I don't know, some, the, the, the crew that did that Harlem Shake video. I'm pretty that's sure it. that's it's just him and left. an alligator that he just walks around the park. He's he's appointed as absurd coffee mugs as like you know assistant director or whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, it's a definitely like, oh man, I should have retained more that I learned in J school. That's uh, not easy. Maybe man. I'd actually be useful. Um, but you know, as a timely reminder, I remember taking my, um, first, I think, I think it was my first semester at the U and I took journalism 1001 with, um, Seth C. Lewis. Pretty sure that's his name. Seth Lewis, never forget. Yeah, no, super nice guy. He's doing whatever he does, wherever he is. Um, and I remember, um, so I sat in the second row, uh, of the, of the, room i don't remember what building that was um so it was the building across murphy no it wasn't murphy um it was the building across the street from what if i told you i have no idea anyway so it's but it's one down from murphy right no no it wasn't uh, it was somewhere Where, else how okay i'll what's, find it what's on seth a map. doing What's Seth doing? So when I had 1001, it was with Kathy Hansen, the one and only, um, and it was in Ford, which is one building down from Murphy. No, that's not where it was for me. Yeah. You don't have to say Ford. You can say Tony Hops. What? Ah, nah, I see what you did there. Who doesn't love a good Tony Hops? Okay, so Murphy. Wow, this it's really hard to understand the U... On this map. Wow, this is possible. <laughs> right. Well, Tate um, looks totally different now. Everything. So, no. So, I think it was Nicholson. That's why I have no idea what it's called, because I've never called it that. Oh, yeah. Nicholson. That's a weird, weird building, too. That's where the honors program was headquartered for a time. Oh. And then it wasn't. And then they moved it to... Um... Murphy. No, they moved it to uh, the, the theater, uh, Northrop. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's also weird. Well, you yeah. know, the whole place, everything at the U is weird. Um, uh, well, anyway, so in that first semester class, I remember him saying to um, to to all of the class, like, "Hey, you know, in the in the school of journalism and mass communication, we're extremely diverse." And then I look around behind me because I'm sitting in the second row, <laughs> and there are maybe two non-white people. Maybe. Oh yeah, like 100%. yeah, super diverse man. Like, okay, sure. Thanks for saying the words. I guess maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe. just gaslighting. Yeah, like I, I, I will never forget that because I looked and I was like, you know, it's something fair to say if you can actually show some even slim evidence, but like you could right. just not say it and just never talk about it, and you wouldn't be wrong then. Right. Um, yeah. In other news, the U intends on reopening in the fall. Uh, so I, I have mixed feelings about that. Um, 
this this pandemic's gonna get real bad here. So I, I think I, in the next few in weeks dorm, and right? then this fall. Did, Brian, you stayed in a dorm at Morris, right? Yeah, I was in on campus housing until my last year. So I wonder. Dor- dorm apartment dorm. Yeah. Uh, did you ever do a dorm thing, Brandon? You you were just full. Um, I was full remote. Yeah. Whatever you what, call what, it. I don't commuter. know what they call that anymore. Commuter. Yeah. Did yeah. you live? Did you live? You lived at your parents' house for all of college. Uh, yeah. Basically, basically till my last semester. Okay. And then I moved out to the place over by the Stone Arch Bridge. But like, can you imagine? Like, once there's a, uh, I guess, breakout like thing at one of the dorms. And then they're just like, well, I guess we just have to shut this dorm down and make all these people go not here, or we just have to lock them in here f- for three weeks. Right. Like, I don't understand how that's going to be a thing. But then even worse, if half the students are attending class in person and the other half have to attend remotely because they've been quarantined, I don't understand what they're going to do. Like, the U is not yeah. set up to do hybrid classes. The strategy doesn't doesn't make very much sense at all. So, right. I think if anyone's going to college, starting college, either consider a gap year if there's something else you want to do, or do community college or something that's a lot more remote, like normal. You're going to get a better experience and save a ton of money. So I think what the you should have done here was said for freshmen, don't come. We'll give you a two dollar discount, and we'll. Um, just do all of those freshman generals remote um, because they're generals and you don't need to be in person for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they could have figured out how to rig up. And of course, you know, from the computer science perspective and probably J school perspective, that's easy. But of course, you know, all of the chemistry and physics lab and, you know, all of the lab things they would need to actually be there in person for. But I don't know. It's it's going to be bad. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, well, yeah, thinking back to pretty much every class I took at the U, I don't think I had anything that couldn't have been done remotely. Well, I mean, you know, I had I had physics lab my first oh, semest- yeah. my I first s- two semesters and but that's the only well, I guess I also had like a earth science lab when I took that course. But the there I, were very few labs I needed to be there for. I took anthropology. And to satisfy to satisfy that biology credit, mm-hmm. and so that could have absolutely been done online, right. absolutely, hundred mm-hmm. percent, no, no doubt. Yeah, I had some that could definitely be online, but I don't know. It's it's nice being in person, but it definitely yeah. changes the feel of a class. <laughs> yeah, Things not like during not during intro a pandemic, theater, <laughs> probably, and like stage lighting that would be difficult to do online. That would be very um, hard to do online. Yes, public speaking doable but difficult. I don't know. I don't know it, yeah. just, it just becomes a, a Twitch stream. Yeah. <laughs> um, so should, like we do, should we record a show? Is that what we should do here? Yeah, yes. probably. Um, this uh, this has been one of the best fringes in the history of time. So we should yes, promote it as I would such. agree. I mean, I was like eating food and making coffee and reading Twitter, so... Oh, so it was, it was, you guys, you guys had a great fringe, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't know if that's how that works. Uh, I, I, there is almost no possibility in knowing what fringe episode this will be, so I'm not going to write it in. There, that's going to mess somebody up later. 
What did you type? Where? Uh, it's in the title read. It's just listen to this episode's fringe. Oh. You can record Hi. the title read then, Ryan. Okay, it's going to really mess me up then. <laughs> you called it, You did this to yourself. I know. Shh. Saturday, June 6th? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to turn off my ceiling fan so there's not... We, we cannot noise. hear it. You do not have to do that. I also have, like, their cars going by. I might close my window. We can't gonna, hear it. It's going to hotbox myself. It's going to be terrible. Not, it's oh, not no. a thing. Yeah, it'll be fine. Fine. All Again, right. if you it, it, won't, it won't be worse than mine. It won't be worse than mine. I can use that uh, feature to remove um, no, specific I... frequencies, like the 60 hertz, you know, electrical hums. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Is there a preset for cars driving by? Uh, I'm sure somewhere. Yeah, it sounds like an advanced feature. Uh, I'm going to add a fourth profile real quick. Hold on. To my Twitter tweet things. Twitter tweet. Good old Tony Webster. The one and only... I don't know how long I'll stay following him because um, generally I like to keep my timeline not too many tweets. He's a definitely a higher tweeter person. But it's important to get news and follow what's going on in the world too. So it's a little bit of both. I made a, a list of MSP news that has a bunch of people in it. but I getcha. Um, I would highly recommend still following Tony. But... I guess, and I can talk about this when we get to my Twitter followees. But the thing that I found that's very interesting is now basically I only see high volume tweet people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that I follow a thousand one hundred some people, so it's like uh, that's the thing that's kind of intriguing is like it hasn't really changed anything that much. It's just like Brandy, Tony Webster. Uh, oh, when you when you cut down from five thousand to one thousand, it's still yeah. high volume, just fewer numbers of high volume people. Yeah, yep, it's just, I just still only mostly see high-volume people. My friend Jenny, who works for Mozilla, a couple other folks. Pretty weird, but it's better. It's better, I like mostly only seeing people I know. (laughs) Or, you know, know within some certain degree of, yeah. And I've caught up on Twitter. I, um, I'm going to quit, quit TweetBot now. I went to the George Floyd uh, site on 38th in Chicago with my sister yesterday. Oh, that's great. Nice. And um, um, I didn't catch up on Twitter from then on. Mm. Probably going to run to the restroom real quick. I'll be right back. Good luck. He's probably going to. You, know, you, you just don't know. Well, I mean, he might find some more olive oil somewhere and might get distracted. He's going to come back, turn on his video, and it's just going to be olive oil all over his, his face. <laughs> I spilled olive oil on my microphone. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to add the fringe title, Olive Oil. Yeah, I will. Hmm. 
Yeah, it sure would be. I'm looking at all of the Ubiquity products. It sure would be nice if they had fiber in this area. Ubiquity has a lot of fiber um, hmm. peripherals. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Double, double JSMN trouble. This could be a great fringe, everyone. All these <laughs> gaps of silence. Yeah, there's no gap here. I don't totally. do truncate silence because it means I have to like export the show, import to Audacity, do whatever. Now, for the French, I don't put chapter markers in, so that's fine. I could I could do it with that. But for the main show, I would then have to import it back into Logic or um, have another audio thing open to seek where I need to find it. And then I don't know. I'm surprised that Logic don't. doesn't have a truncate silence feature. There's a, there's a trim silence thing where it will, uh, below a threshold, it'll just remove a... Mm-hmm. a sub-segment of an audio clip, but yeah. it doesn't squish it together. Right, right. I mean, lo- Logic is uh, digital audio work. It's more right. like a DAW for music and things, so yep. it supports podcasting, but it's not like the main right. intended features. Uh, Reaper has the same exact implementation of the same feature that you just said. So it has the remove below threshold and ex- understand these tolerances, and I will leave them in exactly the place that they were otherwise. And it is 100% useless. I, I don't use the feature because it, it um cuts up your Too audio. Much. Then you have you have like thousands and thousands of little segments yep. of audio, which makes it a it's impossible to edit. Yep. Um and actually there recently they they did a performance fix because the IDE or wow, the DAW really slowed down um because of all those segments that mm-hmm. like performance was impacted because of it. And so I think that was a Jason Snell bug fix actually. Or bug that he submitted hello i'm back by the way hello i didn't hi hi back i didn't drop the well done hi back it's me dad yeah i gotcha (laughs) um so i i just killed the mic uh with the switch thingamajig um so it's it's not like i just stopped recording or anything so okay same same recording stream it's just no Nothing recorded for that time. So, so we, we right. were worried you that you would come up. back and uh, spill oil all over your mic. Well, right. You know, makes sense. You should yep. open up time.is and we should clap. Oh, yeah. I forgot about and, doing that stuff. Um, we should really keep this to no more than 45 minutes because I'm worried that I'm, we're going to finish and then Ian's going to be here and I'm going to have to get ready <laughs> while he's waiting outside. Yep. Sounds good. Um, I typed in time.com. Oops. Hi, Ian. Okay, is it is it actually twelve forty? All my claps is, agree. Okay, what time? It is twelve forty. Um, let's clap at twenty seconds. After. Okay, perfect. 
There Perfect. we go. Wow. It worked. Marker is marked. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. Hello, I, uh, hello Zuck. I still haven't seen that movie. But he's my best friend. Oh, no. No, that's Tom. Oh, there you go. All right. Um, I'm going to set a marker. We should start. Yep. Cool. Uh, I hear a car. Whatever. I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, that'll be fun to edit. Okay, let's um, um, scroll up <laughs> here. Like, Pick a title. There's I only like two. Code Harvest. I like it. That's good. Code Harvest. When there's only one option. Perfect. Because there's only one option. Hey, it's a self-fulfilling title. Yep. Oh my God, Ian is like three blocks away. I'm. I okay. That's, that's, that's fine. okay. That's it's okay. Fine. I'll let him. Uh, I'll make him wait in my alley. Uh, is all this look good here? Yes, yeah, but now yeah. the fringe title. Oh yeah, um, olive oil. <laughs> nice. You know that is a fringe title, but in the end, hmm. you know, I think we should do. I like now wait, make him wait in the alley because because um, he has to get make, through the whole thing. Yeah, he has to get through the whole thing, and it'll happen. So he'll he'll figure it out. Okay, uh, I guess I'm not going to talk about the fringe since somehow that mysteriously disappeared. Oh, I we'll wonder what happened. I don't know. Oh, it's not even like a uh, you set the font color to be white either. No, it's just gone. I don't know. Did I just delete it and didn't see myself do it? Oh well. Okay, now now he is actually three blocks away. Anyway, you should read the title, Ryan, and then I'm we going, should say bye for I'm going. I'm going to. Cool. Uh, is this the right date? Everything looks good. Okay. This is Podcast Episode 58, Code Harvest, on Saturday, June 6th, 2020. And now, when there's only one option. This episode of Podkit is hosted by Brandon Johnson, Brian Mitchell, and Ryan Rampersad. This episode has show notes at thenexus.tv slash pk58. Woo-hoo. Nice. Nice. There you go. All okay. right. Bye, oh. Fringe. Bye, Bye Fringe. everybody. You are, you are less than three blocks away right now, and I'm still standing at my desk, not in biking gear at all. So I'm sure I told you about that already in person, but it hasn't happened yet in real life.